Welcome to the physical world. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day or night, wherever you I'm Luke. I'm JJ. Let's get into the show. So, How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I've been chilling. Fuck yeah. Good. So what are we talking about today? I think we should talk about spring cleaning. Spring is coming up. Time to start thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. I'm really curious to um, how many of our listeners engage in spring cleaning. I feel like everybody, almost everybody does it to some extent without even thinking about it. Yeah. They just see other people do it now. They have a little realization. Damn. I should need clean too. Yeah. You know what's dangerous is when people don't clean. Just let it pile yeah. up. I mean, dangerous, uh, it might be a little bit much of a word, but it's, you know, could be, I guess, perhaps. If it but, gets to a certain point, we yeah. don't how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, I had two cool facts to share about origins of spring cleaning if anyone anyone at all is curious which probably no one is because these are random but (laughs) one of the origin stories of spring cleaning and what it is was from during the persian new year starts i guess on the first day of spring in iran i believe and to start the new year cleaning was a big like part of what they did to start their new year so that was spring cleaning in a sense and then the other is i think it was in 1950 um the town of aspen in colorado like pretty much told all the citizens to clean like clean up shit and it was right in springtime and then fucking spring cleaning so that's and the uh, just started following along. Yeah, just gradually, and it, I guess it sort of picked up. And I don't know, but there's the uh, useless facts of the day. <laughs> so, them fuckers in Aspen must have been nasty. See, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't, the government I don't know for tell sure. them they need to clean up. Yeah, like I, I don't even, I don't know if it was like. Town, town or county officials or like I don't know if the citizens started like a, hey we need to clean this place up but like hey, it's getting out of hand <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> fuck, like that must have been a nasty ass town yeah that's bad I tell you a town that, or a city not a town god the city New York City has really gotten kind of gross uh over the last couple of years, especially since COVID. It doesn't necessarily surprise me. Yeah. So they got to clean the shit. Like, well, like, so like, like a lot of litter everywhere. 
Yeah, there's a lot of litter, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of shit in the streets, like a whole lot more, obviously, because, uh, you know, certain like they're understaffed with like, you know, city cleaners and stuff and just the amount of people that are there. You know, there's like 18 to 19 million in the city now compared to just like 10 million, like, you know, five or six years ago. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's just a, a whole lot of people. And some shit's, you know, people's always going to do crazy shit, but, like, there's just a lot of nastiness in the street, it seems like, you know, just so much fucking garbage and shit. And it's weird, because, like, talking to people who, like, you know, I, I, obviously, I wasn't there in the 90s or, like, early 2000s or anything. So people who were, like, saying they visited 10, 15 years ago were, were, like, shocked about, like, how different it was in that way. Dang. But like I remember, like in the in the mornings, like they'd be bringing like garbage trucks and shit, obviously to get all the trash. But like it'd be multiple early mornings to try to clean the streets. Yeah. And I know that they're understaffed and they can't do it in the daytime because I mean, fuck, you can't hardly drive through. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was just you know. uh According to people who had visited or lived or been there, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it has gotten a lot worse. Random, you know, random thing. But any of you guys in New York City, uh, I mean, if anyone lives there, let us know. Like, is it fucking bad or no? (laughs) No. Yeah, like, you know. I mean, it makes sense, though understaffing with the influx of population over the last few years. Obviously, mm-hmm. the understaffing issue just really became an issue through COVID. Yes. I'd say just the amount, like, they have a serious homeless issue there. Like, people who are homeless, like, they, uh, th- hopefully, there can be more done to help those people, because there's just a lot in New York City. And obviously you got 19 million people there. I mean, there's going to be people who are homeless in cities and that, that's so unfortunate and stuff and hopefully they can get places to go and not be, you know, treated as bad as some cities. But the the yeah. amount of more people led to more of that as well. And it's really sad because they're understaffed, so you know, people who could be helping are understaffed. So there's literally, I mean, I was walking in this past summer, you know, walking through Times Square and there's people passed out 39th Street, you know, 38th Street, just all on the corners. And and they honestly, this one guy, he looked like he was dead. Damn. And, and like, you know, there's a couple of people around. It's kind of like, what, what do we do here? You know? Yeah. Like, is there, you know, there's police fucking stepping over him. It's like, you're not going to stop. You know, you're not going to stop and help. This mother, this man might be dead. Like, I don't know. Which, I mean, as far as the police go, there's a chance that he does that shit all the time. So they just kind of know. It could be. That's what I was, you know, that's kind of a thought is like. Is he, did he over, you know, did he, did he drink too much? Is he overdosed? Is he fucking severely dehydrated? Is he dying? You know, what's yeah. going on with them? And like, 
you know, went into a little area a couple hours later, was coming back around the same area, and they had the EMS with him in a body bag. Oh, dang. He, he was dead. And that was fucked up. Yeah, that's bad. You know, he was likely dead there for a little while. And, you know, that shit can happen anywhere, but it was just really sad to see there. And then paired with just, like, street after street of just so much garbage, you know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the bigger cities are getting that way. L.A. probably not so much because there's a max exodus of people leaving L.A., which Mm -hmm. is part of the reason there's an increase in population in cities like New York. Mm -hmm. So everybody's trying to get the fuck out of L.A. because it's gone apparently to shit. I've never been there. So I couldn't tell you, but there was, especially there for a while, there was a severe spike in crime in L.A. Damn. I will say when I went to Miami, that shit was bad just because with its location, it floods a lot. They have a serious issue with that shit. It constantly smells awful. Even on the brightest days, there's no... It didn't rain, I don't think, the whole time I was down there. But it was still just a putrid smell throughout the whole city. God. You know, it's weird, though. I bet you know in in places, like, there's certain parts of the city that are kept wonderful care of. You know, like... The high-end rich parts... Yep, like in New York City, Times Square, you know, that's the place everyone, as a tourist, you want to go, right? Like, mm-hmm. you want to be at the epicenter. And it, and it had been gotten kind of, you know, you know, it wasn't terrible, but, like, there was apparently, according to, pe- you know, people who were visiting that had been there, you know, 15 years, it was a lot worse in terms of trash. And then certain streets around there and in certain parts it is. But then you get to, like, some parts, uh, like near Central Park, like, so near, like, the south part of Central Park. So I don't know exactly what street that is. I mean, I don't live there or anything uh, near like the Gucci store and like and Trump Tower, near like all that shit. That rich part, that rich ass part. Like there was, you couldn't, there was no trash on the streets hardly, no, no homeless people. Like they sort of like pushed them out of that area. It's really fucked and weird. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But a lot of those high-end businesses do anything they can to maintain maintain their high-end image. Yeah, yeah, they do. And to them, having homeless people and a bunch of garbage outside of their building would be a bad look for their business. Yeah. It's off. Anything business, anything like that is fucked. I tell you what was fucked though was there was a group of people of homeless people they were homeless but they were like a homeless community that would be right near like Independence Boulevard I think in that area and they had where they created it was called like tent it was like a little tent city and that's where like mm-hmm. a, a community of people were there together and like the city. I mean, sure, was there maybe bad stuff going on there? Fucking drugs being exchanged, 
needles and fucking just atrocious shit. Yeah, but that same shit happens in suburban neighborhoods. I mean, let's be honest. So, like, they went and they, like, pretty much tore up and bulldozed the city. It's not really a city. It was like a field, a little, like, in a forest, but, like, a lot of the tents, you know, went and uh, made them leave. Like, gave them till a certain time. Some didn't, so they just went over it, stored the tents and shit. It's like, damn. And there's been tent cities. Like, you was talking about L.A. Like, I know there used to be, like, probably still is, like, giant tent cities there where a lot of people, of uh, homeless people would sort of congregate together. Yeah. They make a little, like, micro community mm. which I'm sure at least helps them out a little bit being because homeless people are obviously going to accept other homeless people because they have nothing to look down on them for oh yeah so at least in that sense they get some friends, some people to talk to instead of just living on the street on their own trying to find some way to find food and shit. Yeah. Social support is actually like the number one biggest impactor or like factor and impactor on longevity. There's been research to confirm that. Social support. also, it doesn't surprise me because if you were completely alone your whole life, this shit would be miserable. Yep. Our relationships and our friendships and or relationship in any way, familial, friend, romantic, anything like that, uh, those relationships really fuel us and and do us well as humans. Yeah. It is absolutely very important for that. I mean, humans have always been based on some sort of interconnectivity. Yeah. More so today than ever, though, because of social media and phones, being able to text people that you don't see on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, technology and interconnectedness has allowed people to at least get the feeling that they're very close with a lot of people. But I would say that, like, in-person, like, hand-to-hand, like, social uh, time with people is probably the most beneficial. Yeah. Family time. Uh you know, time with some buddies, significant other, just a community, hell, you know, any, you know, church and religious organization when they get together, you know, you know I'm sure, you know, that's, that's wonderful. Any of that, any, you know, if you go to a concert, I mean, yeah, you're having a blast there, you know, you go down to the damn local bar. I gotta knock some back and have a good time smoking and talking with people. Yeah. At some community, everyone's everyone's gotta get their sense. Some people don't. Some people are, are very lonely, and everyone can have times where they're lonely. But uh, it is always important to try to keep good social support and social, uh, and you know, relationships with people. So if any of you out there are yeah. struggling with that, 
God bless you. And I hope that you get have some friends and can find some good social support in some way. There's There are people that care. We care about you here at the physical care. world. Maybe this will, this kind of helps you with a little bit of that. Maybe at least you're hearing other people. You're not in a direct interaction. No, but we can't directly interact. Maybe one day, hell, never say never with that. But yeah. you know, you can reach us through our Twitter, anything like that. Reach out. For that little, you know, baseline of, you know, social support for sure. And I'm sure there's people who care. I know there's people who care. You should know that. There's always somebody around you who cares. You just got to sometimes remind yourself that. Because there's people that you would never think give the slightest fuck about you. They care about you a lot more than you than you think they do. Yeah. I will say the only, or not the only, but I mean, there's certain circumstances. Some people just like to be alone. They say fuck people. But like, uh, which <laughs> I mean, I sometimes can't blame you. <laughs> but like, if someone was like completely alone like on just an absolute you know like a, a, a spiritual retreat and and they're like i don't know northern canada alone camping out just one with nature just like on a lake just that that a level of aloneness i mean they're having profound experience oh yeah I don't know why I just thought of that, but hell, I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong, no, no, because sometimes you do need. It's a weird dynamic because you need like alone time, but you also need that uh, social interaction. It's all, all got to be in a balance, though. Yeah. The yin yangs. It's got to be a yeah. perfect balance. You know, or what what is above, what is below. It's the same. It's a constant state of equilibrium that should not be interrupted. But it does get interrupted, and that's what creates difficulties. Yeah. I mean, does anyone like Arnold Palmer's? Do you like Arnold Palmer's? I do. I do. I'm sure there's some people out there, and there's some people who probably like, what in the fuck? What the fuck is an Arnold Palmer? <laughs> Isn't he a golfer? Did he pass away? Arnold Palmer was a golfer that passed away, yes. Uh, he was King Arnold. He was one of the greatest golfers ever. But his drink, his signature drink was half sweet tea, half lemonade. I'm telling you, some people, they pour a little too much sweet tea, a little bit of lemonade. They pour a little too much lemonade, a little bit of sweet tea. For that, drink to work and i mean hell you can you know anyway it's fine wait water's wet you know wetness helps you when you're thirsty but if it's gonna be a good ass fucking arnold palmer it needs to be half and half 50 percent and 50 percent yeah good ass drink 
That's what you should do if you're mixing up like Sprite and vodka. 50% and 50%. Oh, <laughs> just, holy shit. I'm just kidding. Don't uh, do that. Just, <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, actually. That would be bad, I guess. If, Especially if you don't drink much. I would fuck you up. Oh, yeah. See, I very rarely drink. So if I tried to do that shit, I'd be slumped. <laughs> so it would be bad. Just slump you over. <laughs> hell, that would slump most people over, though. I mean, hell far. It's a lot of alcohol. A lot. But no, I mean, speaking of vodka, man, you see a, a lot of bars, they take the fucking Russian vodka and just throwing it out. And they're like, fuck it. Yeah, I saw that. What a uh, what a wild not a wild it is wild but man this current state of the world man it see it's a, again kind of a weird dynamic because it's obviously awful seeing what Russia is doing to Ukraine mm-hmm. but it's nice to see the unity of a lot of countries and a lot of people from across the world kind of coming together behind Ukraine. Yeah, and the unity of some of the Ukrainians. Anyone out there in Ukraine, our hearts go out to you. And oh, yeah. But, I mean, these people have banded together and are fighting for their land. And I think it's a weird situation where there are, you know, Russian soldiers, a lot of Russians who do not want this to be happening. Obviously, there's a fuck ton of Ukrainians that are not wanting this to be happening. And a lot of people around the world, the Russian government wants this to be happening. There's other governments in the world that would also and are glad this is happening. But the people do not want this. We want peace. Yeah. All right. Especially this stage, if it gets to a certain point, we're all fucked anyway. Yes. Like, Putin's already trying to threaten his nuclear arsenal. Mm -hmm. Which means, if it... If he launches a fuck ton of them shits and causes casualties or damage or whatever in any of the NATO allied countries, then it's World War. Then who knows what happens because everybody's got nukes now. Yeah, that's really been the uh, the risk since nuclear weapons were invented. Uh... You know, is is what would a nuclear war look like? We've never had that. Never had that happen. Uh, nukes haven't been used since World War Two in combat. But no. I mean, you know, you can only hypothesize what that nuclear war would look like because it's never happened. But it would be uh, insane. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, once they were used, like, 
I don't know, like Oppenheimer's, th- uh, you know, quote, uh, now I am become deaf, the destroyer worlds after creating, uh, right. That wasn't after, I think it was after he witnessed a detonation I and, so. uh, like a test in like 45. And it, the power that nuclear bombs have is, it's unmatched. Yeah, it's. I obviously, like you said, we don't know, but if we get to that point, everybody pretty much foresees it as being catastrophic to pretty much the entirety of the human race. I mean, the amount we've already detonated has to be having effects that we can't even comprehend. Obviously, in World War II, we we know what happened in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. But, I mean, my God. With it's... the amount of nukes, with ICBMs, where it can be targeted to specific areas where you don't got to fly a plane, or, I mean, fly a helicopter or plane directly above the city anymore, or directly above your target, like... Yep. I mean, wow. See, and I know with how prideful fucking Putin is, if it gets to the point where it legitimately looks like he's going to lose that damn war in Ukraine, he will do anything to keep him from looking like a literal dumbass. Even if that means everybody hates him. Yeah. Because now, of course, obviously, I think it's kind of just a ruse, but Putin's trying to have peace talks with Ukraine. I personally think it's just trying to give him a scapegoat I say, hey, I tried to talk to them. They wouldn't listen, so I kept going. Hmm. When are the uh, talks supposed to happen tomorrow? I believe so, yeah. That's why, I mean, what a concept. So much going into it. We're, you know, with state of the world, my God. You know, using just nuclear weapons, using our own matter atoms you know what makes us up to fight each other humans are something but we, what we try to do here guys is spread some positivity and we we just talked about all of that and it's it's a terrible terrible situation and our hearts and support go out to everyone involved in this um for sure uh you got anything about that like Oh, is we do pray for everybody in Ukraine if you're still there, or even if you evacuated to Poland. It's obviously very traumatizing and terrible experience for anybody involved on the Ukrainian side. Yeah. So. We support you. Hopefully, 
Y'all are staying safe. Stay safe and stay strong. I mean, my goodness. Uh, bless y'all. But everyone around the world, you know, wherever anyone is listening, stay safe and, you know, uh, just just remember that love and compassion are two things that they can't never be taken away from you. You can always extend them to as many others as possible. They're infinite in that sense, love and compassion for other fellow men, your family, but fellow humans and, and beyond. Fellow spirits, just show compassion and spread love. And, and there's evil, evil shit always going on and evil people in the world and bad stuff, but there's a little bit more good than bad. Hey, I don't have anything to add. Yeah, I think that that pretty much sums it up, guys and girls listening. We hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this uh, podcast and wherever you guys are. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. As always, you can contact us at the TPW show on Twitter. Yeah, let us give us a little bit of feedback. Let us know what you think. Tell us your opinions on whatever we're talking about in the podcast you listen to. Spring cleaning, guys. We got a spring cleaning. Like we gotta think of the world as our house and enact in spring cleaning and get all this bad shit out of it. Yep. Ukraine, we're with you. Yep.